Hi everybody, I'm your host, Kim Cochois, and you're listening to a new episode of Tapis Rouge. The shout-out today goes again to David Erizuelo, the very fast and clever stage manager of Luzia, who was the first one to find out our guest today, Dominique Lemieux. Now, this is a very special episode. Like Deborah Brown, who you previously heard on the show, Dominique has been in the creative team of Cirque du Soleil since the very early days. She's one of these artists who, without a doubt, created the identity and made the success of Cirque du Soleil. Think about it. What all these characters on stage look like come directly from her imagination. I had the privilege to sit down with her and chat about the early days, the groundbreaking Saltimbanco, bringing Cirque du Vegas for the first time, and many, many more stories. This episode really hits hard if you're a longtime Cirque fan, so buckle up. Here she is, the legend, Dominique Lemieux. Dominique, welcome to Tapis Rouge. Merci beaucoup. Je suis très contente d'être avec toi. <laughs> so Dominique, you have been a, an incredible costume designer and the key costume designer for Cirque du Soleil for many, many years. Can you take us from the very beginning? How did you first start working with Cirque? My God, it's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I was at the school, the Theatre School of Canada, I met Michel Kreit. Mm-hmm. And uh, before me, Michel Kreit uh, designed uh, Le Cirque Réinventé for mm-hmm. Cirque du Soleil. And uh, I worked with uh, Michel at school and uh, I did uh, some um, bird for one of his shows. And he really liked what I did at that time. So mm-hmm. he just told me at the end of the production, he said, Dominique, I will not forget you. And one day, I received a call from uh, Jeanne Saint-Croix, and he wanted to meet me. And uh, he told me that it's uh, Michel Crête, who mm-hmm. did a lot of scenography in Sol du Soleil. Yeah, my name to do a new number for them. So that was the first time I went to Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. And that I, uh, I draw, it was a main-à-main number. A hand-to-hand act. First, first experience with, with them. Wow. And for Cirque Réinventé or for a new show? No, it was not for a new show. At the beginning, the first... Uh, I think Gilles wanted to meet me before he gave me something else because he heard about me. And, you know, like me, I was working with François Barbeau as an assistant in the, in the for the, uh, Théâtre du Rideau Vert. So I had no experience in circus, but I had... Uh, I did the school and I worked for two years, two years and a half with François Barbeau. And uh, he wanted to see how I draw. And like I did, I did that and he, he was really happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, very few months after, they asked me to do Sacre Inventé uh, because uh, Michel um, drew it first time, but he didn't want to draw it a second time because they, they need to make some new costume in the show so mm-hmm. it's why uh, he gave my name okay mm-hmm. so i did the new costume for that show at the at this period okay so, yes and how was the creative process did you go to see the show 
And then did they let you some creative freedom or did they just tell you, just do the same thing, just more like an updated version of what was already existing? No, they tell me uh, they wanted to have something completely new. That, that was not... Uh, the director at the time was not Franco Dragon. is the director they, they hire uh, specially uh, to do this, uh, to put the show back on on, mm-hmm. on the stage. And uh, I worked with this uh, director first. And uh, I did some costume from his demand. And um, it was not successful. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was not successful. They really liked my design. But finally, they asked Franco Dragon to come back because the direction of the director was not, it was not what they want. So they called Franco again. <laughs> and uh, when uh, mm-hmm. you see my drawings, they this doesn't work with the show, but I love your drawing. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so yes, me. Okay, you, we're going to try, and I will tell you uh, the idea I have. And like, so I did that. It worked really good. It worked really good. Oh, really? The relation with Franco was uh, very uh, easy for me. Oh, yeah. We never had to talk very much, Franco and me. <laughs> to understand each other. So uh, what is very special, it changed my way of drawing. It's very special. Mm, Yes, yes. Just by by what he told me, the way that he told me, uh, my way of drawing just changed. With with the first director, I draw uh, on on paper, and it was like... uh, uh, the crayon de cire, the crayon de cire. Mm-hmm. But when I I did a, uh, the drawing with Franco, I used the um, watercolor and acrylic to do it, and oh. it was much more interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that was my first first beginning with Sunny. Yes. You redoing all the costume, working with Franco on the restaging. It was so great to do. I remember the atmosphere when I got there. Ah, it's uh, it's funny. Eh? The first time I sat in the chapiteau, I felt like I was at home. You know, a feeling that you cannot explain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. It's like, my God. You know, I don't come from the circus at all, but I was feeling like mm-hmm. at home, you know, like really mm. fast. Oh, that's amazing. And creatively were you inspired by you, you already say you were inspired by franco but were you inspired by the circus oh, as well? of because... course you know mainly first it's always uh, the circus the artist the atmosphere it's the music you know like i was very inspired first but the direction was not uh, it, it was not what uh, they were looking for at all it 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 didn't work with the spirit of the show. Um, it was m- too much intellectual, because okay. circus is not intellectual. It's a, it's a mix of emotion. You know, it's it's a life. Um, it's really lively. So uh, and it's a art of a, a lot of skills. So it's near the opera. The circus is not so far from the opera because it's a mix of different skills. The music, the theater, uh, uh, athlete, 
you know, mm -hmm. so sport, athlete sport. So you have dance, you have many skills all mixed together. Mm. You're finishing Nouvelle Experience and did uh, Gilles and Franco ask you to start Saltimanco right away? Uh, no, because the first one I did, it was Silk Reinventé. Okay. After Silk Reinventé, my first experience with Franco, Franco was called back because he, he was the director of yes. Silk Reinventé, but he, he was in Europe and, you know, like, <laughs> they, they tried they try to, to work with another director, then work, so they call him back. And so we met there, we did this little change on the on Reinventé, and after that, they asked me to do Nouvelle Experience. Because uh, the relation with with the show was really good. That's amazing. And so from that point, you're starting the creation from the beginning this time. Yes. Oh, yes. And, it was, yeah. yes, it's like, yes. And how was it to be there from the beginning and being such a key player in the creative team? You know what? It's very strange because it was a big, uh, it's, a, it's a big show, eh? And I didn't do a big show like this in my life. Uh, at first, I didn't realize what was happening. Yeah. You know, I, it's like you go into the, the water and I just jump mm -hmm. in it. <laughs> so how was it? It was incredible. And uh, the relation with the artists and all the team was uh, magical. Everything for me, it was like a, to play. It, for me, it was like playing. It was like a game. It, it has a quality of um, freshness and so much energy. Mm. I will never forget yes. this, <laughs> you know, many of years, but all this period is like everything was possible, even if we didn't have so much. Yeah. Because we had a lot of technical problems, but uh, it wouldn't stop us in any mm. way, you know? like the fate in it and the energy and the, uh, it was so strong that all these people want to do something great together and the joy of doing it was so, um, so big. Mm -hmm. Obviously the show was a huge success and from that point, the company just kept growing and growing and growing and growing and you, yes. you were there for all this show and all these steps. If you would have to identify steps or like moments that were key moments in the evolution of the company? Like... Um, the key moment. Um, hmm. I would say, you know what? It's like each show, Nouvelle Experience, each show uh, learn us a lot. Because when you do big show like this, it's after the, I would say, you have to do at least two shows to understand what you are doing. Because two shows. Two shows, mm -hmm. I think, because at first there's so so much technical. When we did Nouvelle Experience, it was horrible uh, on the technical <laughs> <laughs> because because the set was not ready. You know, the team to work together. We were learning to work all together mm -hmm. at that time. When we opened on the première. <laughs> It was kind of uh, the number were there, the costume were there, the music was there. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Franco, he didn't have the time to put all yeah. this together because they had so much to, to mm -hmm. problem with a lot of things that it was 
It was kind of a miracle, yeah. you, know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like when the, the, at the end of the show, I remember when the, the people clap their yeah. hand and they just get up all in the same time. And for us, it was not finished, but yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, like after that, and the tour of Nouvelle Experience was really good also. And that really put us uh, on the map and opened us to big city mm -hmm. in the United States. So um, doing sal uh, Saltimbanco, we know that we have to go one step uh, higher. Mm -hmm. the, you know, they always do the tour uh, to prepare the biggest city. Mm -hmm. Like they choose a smaller town first, and after mm -hmm. we go to the biggest to have the time to continue to work until yes. we get the big city. Yes, you, know? you, you, don't, you don't do a creation and you, you don't go to New York City right away. That's not a good No, move. no, no. <laughs> no. Because at that, if I say that we all know that today, but at that time, it was so important because the, uh, it was not so well organized. They were still discovering that we need time to create a, a show so big. Mm -hmm. It's because you, you talk to me about step. So mm -hmm. it's why I'm telling you this. It's just to be conscious of what you're doing. It takes time. And mm -hmm. you have to make it in practice to really see. Because big show like this uh, uh, didn't uh, exist for us before, you know. Mm -hmm. So we had to learn. So Saltimbanco. Uh, in the organization, planification was... Uh, a step above, yeah. It was, oh yes, it was much more uh, organized. And we have uh, more time for staging. And mm -hmm. we have a team and, you know, like uh, La Régie. Stage management. The stage management was much uh, better planified. And also when they put the set inside the set, it was much better planified. Wow. You know, like me, I'm not, uh, I was really in costume design and in my things, but me, I can see when I went to the chapiteau, the difference yes. was, <laughs> it was really big, you know, yes. and Franco at the time to make his staging. And for Saltimanco, creatively, how was the collaboration with Franco? How did you create the characters and all the visuals for the show? You know, like for Saltimanco, what was different? We knew that we want to make a show on uh, the changing that we see in the society at that time. Okay. And first, when I start to draw, we had a vision because there is a lot of problem in the society at that time too, you know. Mm -hmm. So uh, we had a, a vision that was kind of dark. Okay. And I draw quite a bit. And finally, we say... We are in the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, it was too dark. <laughs> it was too dark. So we uh, switch completely the, the vision of it. We uh, decide that it was more important to uh, show something uh, that gave uh, de l'espoir. To give more hope. Yes, to give more hope. So the stage became really, really colorful. And what I did with the costume and that we find together with Franco is like, uh, you know, we're scared inside us. Everybody, mm -hmm. has that. we have problem inside us, but we kind of deal with all that. Mm -hmm. And uh, each character of the show 
was kind of a personification mm -hmm. of the best of what you do with what you have oh, okay. in the urban city. Okay. The courageous side, how you present who you are mm -hmm. with all the best and all the bad side. You know, okay. so every character has that. Mm. The light and the dark. Mm. And like uh, we call it the baroque. Because okay. the baroque want to fill the space, is afraid of emptiness. Mm -hmm. It really fills the space. So uh, okay. they fill the space with a visual that was very extreme. Mm -hmm. All the baroque, the makeup is extreme. They look a little bit like uh, even clown. You can mm -hmm. see. You know, they have all different personality, uh, really well uh, established. And everybody is unique. Mm -hmm. Okay. And unique in the urbanity, in the big city like New uh, York. Okay. Because to survive in a big city, you have to be unique. Mm -hmm. You have to show really who you are. The one who uh, succeeds the best mm -hmm. are the one who show who they are. Mm -hmm. I say who they are because who you are with Franco was always very important. Mm -hmm. Who you are on stage. That was always a big question. Mm -hmm. When you put your foot on stage, you need to know who you are. Because mm. if we can, cannot understand who you are, how can you exchange with us, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, Saltem Banco, me, it was, uh, it's uh, in a show where I learned a lot about looking really well at the artist, how they move, what is their rhythm, and mm. work from that. Oh, it's amazing. I have a quick question because we had René Bazinet on the show and he told us that Franco oh, yes. and you came to see him in Germany to try to convince him to do the creation of Saltimbanco and that you brought some costumes as well to show him. So that he requested to be five different characters in the show and Franco said, okay, you'll, you'll get it. Just sign the contract. Yes, it was amazing to go there and to see the show. And when I saw him on stage, I said, Oh my God, the way this guy was moving was incredible. I never see something as somebody move like this. There is David Shiner and there yeah. is Rani Bazinet. Mm -hmm. so, uh, two different personalities. Um, but uh, it didn't take him a lot of time uh, to, uh, to come with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, because. Uh, it's true that the, the idea of having uh, René Bazny in different cars, he asked that, and uh, it really helped. It's funny because, you know, uh, sometimes an idea pop out like this, but it gives a direction also to the show, eh? because you mm. cannot just integrate a character like this and make him wear five costumes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it gives a direction in the way Franco had to uh, talk the show. Because we see um, René in, like a baby, le verre nu qu'on appelle, mm -hmm. the nude uh, worm, mm -hmm. and this baby. And after you have the small, the child and you have the adult and you have the old one. So mm -hmm. you have all these characters that come from one person. Honey was uh, really, uh, 
important character in the show, but also as a human, uh, he made a lot of connection with uh, all the artists together. I have no doubt about this. <laughs> <laughs> you finished the creation of Saltimanco and the show is a huge success yes. right away. Yes. And would you say that that was another step in the history of the company, like a bigger show, a higher production value and a bigger tour. Yes, because Salten Banco was definitely also a surprise for everybody. We know, us, we know that we uh, that it's going to work. We really believe it was not the same. Uh, he was not sure about it. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, when he said a success, one week after, he changed his mind. He's working really good. But it was so different because of the color and the character was extreme. And uh, because the color was really extreme, it was yeah. boom. Yeah. You don't say, my God, it's a, you know, I was not sure about that. But finally, it was a huge success. Mm. You know, the team was beginning to come together the technical, the artistic. It was not at this peak, but we begin to have a clear direction now, mm -hmm. you know. Did you start working on Mystere right away after finishing the creation of Saltimonco? Right away? No, it was about a couple of months after, but first it was not Mystere. We were supposed to work with Caesar Palace mm -hmm. and uh, it didn't work. Okay. They decide to uh, win. It didn't work. It it was with Win, mm -hmm. Mr. Win, and and he decided to go uh, to uh, Treasure Island. Okay. Okay. Um, but with the Caesar, it didn't work. So uh, so we I start first drawing for the Caesar didn't work. So I have to re redraw everything after when we were in Treasure Island mm -hmm. because. Uh, you know, like three months after, everything changed. <laughs> so yeah. you, know, you have to start. Uh, and like the space was not so big. So we had to make it uh, in the space where we, it's a big theater. Mm -hmm. But the Caesar Palace was supposed to be really big. So mm -hmm. this was, so we have to adjust for Treasure Island. Okay. Creatively speaking, it's the first residential of Cellu Soleil. Oh, yes. This is true. This is true. Yes. I never thought I would go to work in Vegas in my life. I never dream of going to <laughs> Vegas. <laughs> you know, I'm a person who likes nature a lot and uh, like to go there. I was so surprised. I said, my God, what am I doing here? <laughs> Our partner in this episode is Circus Talk the online career marketplace for circus and the performing arts. Circus Talk is the new thing that is great for our international circus community. It is an amazing information resource, bringing news, events, and industry trends to us, professionals working in the field. What also makes Circus Talks amazing is their first online casting platform that connects talents and talent seekers in circus and performing arts. If you're a talent seeker, you can finally post jobs and auditions in a professional and transparent way, instead of using social media accounts. There are already over 28,000 artist profiles on Circus Talk that talent seekers can search while talents can find jobs and apply to them via the Circus Talk platform. 
you can get your first month free on both Circus Talk Talent and Talent Seeker Pro membership by using the promo code TAPIROUGE in one word. So go to circustalk.com, sign up to Pro and use the code TAPIROUGE to find your spotlight with our partner, Circus Talk. All right, guys, a little side story now. Back in 2014, I hurt my back training backstage before a show. The pain was so intense, I couldn't put my socks on, sit for more than two minutes, and obviously, it took me out of the show for quite some time. I followed a strict core rehabilitation program, and after six weeks, I got back on stage. But I kept having recurring pain. So I started to educate myself about core anatomy, rehab training, and pain science. I wanted to understand why am I doing all these exercises if the pain keeps coming back. The more I was learning, the more I understood I had to change. I started switching exercises, tweaked some techniques and executions, and also completely changed my perception of pain. After a couple of weeks, on top of reducing considerably my pain level, I was feeling so much stronger, which increased my confidence to move and better perform on stage. My life overall was so much better. Finally, I was pain-free and not scared to hurt my back again. I had a lot of artists and athlete friends who saw that happening and asked me, hey, what did you do for your back? And I thought, I could put it all out in a clear and clean way, instead of always pulling random videos on YouTube and giving quick guidance. So I reached out to all the best doctors, physiotherapists, and performance medicine specialists whom I met touring, and asked them to help me develop Protocol Cut to the Core. Protocol Cut to the Core is the first rehab and strengthening protocol for back or hip pain that also includes a comprehensive course in core anatomy, biomechanics, and pain science. It is approved by doctors, physios, and performance medicine specialists from five different countries. If you are suffering from acute or persistent back or hip pain, you can find protocol Cut to the Core on our website at cuttothecorefitness.com. When movement is an issue, movement is the solution. And now, let's get back to the show. The first thing that Franco talked about when we were there is the we have to uh, realize that we are in Vegas. We're not doing a show for circus tour. It was the first time. It, we, it's in a theater, and we're doing a first show of Cirque du Soleil in a theater in Vegas. So we had to understand that it's people that are coming from everywhere, but they come in Vegas surrounded by the desert. And they come to play also. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, to be surrounded by the de desert and all this nature, it uh, it took uh, us to the... It's funny, eh? because it had a big influence on the show. Mm -hmm. It uh, it, it uh, gave us the idea of, uh, uh, of working from the beginning of life on Earth. Ah, okay. Yes. You know, like the inspiration of all the character was start from mystère, mystère of life, the mm. mystery of life. Okay. So that was the beginning. It's why we have the baby. Yeah. 
the baby and the, you know, like the um, the, the big snail, mm -hmm. uh, the you know, all the characters, uh, les spermato, spermato, oh, yes. the life. Yeah, yes, know? the life, yeah. <laughs> It's true. But in a very, uh, uh, you know, it, it was, uh, it's like a poet poetic way, mm. you know. There is an urban legend about the snail, that the snail was not part of the show initially, that it was designed to be in Allegria, but then Franco didn't want the snail to go on Allegria, so he put it at the end of Mystery. This is not a, a true idea. It's not a true idea. Okay, that's good. It's good to set the record straight. Yes, <laughs> but you know what? The real story is when I did the Caesar Palace for the show, there was a snail, and I, I, there, I had a character who looked like the snail a little bit. Mm -hmm. And this gave me the idea of, because I really love the drawing, and, I, mm -hmm. and from that, I designed a, a snail. Mm -hmm. Because in the snail, you have like the shell, it, there is this design on it. Mm -hmm, the spiral design. On it. The spiral, yes, it's like. Um, it uh, the beginning of life, you know. Uh, you never, yes. There's no end. Ah, uh, yes, like an the infinity sign. Yes, infinity, the beginning and the end. You know, like with no end. Right, yes. amazing. Was it a smooth creation? I mean, smooth for sure not, because no creation is ever smooth. But how was the whole the whole process <laughs> until the show opened? You know, like. I almost did all the cost, the, the drawing of the costume over there at over Vegas. There. Wow. Yeah. Because at that time, it's like I had a lot of drawing done before, but when I was there, it's uh, that happened uh, quite a few times. With the work with the artist, it's like it took us a, a it took us a time to discover uh what was the show you know? mm -hmm. yeah. and it's also it's in the with franco it was a, a lot of when he was working with the artist that the character come out oh really but we we had an idea like the spermato were, were there because mm -hmm. first in that uh, in that show i remember that i all draw in the black and white mm. Uh, yes, it was very graphic, my drawing. They were really graphic. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I I arrived over there, I realized I keep the graphic side of it, but uh, uh, everything came out in color. Mm. <laughs> Because of the life. You talk about the mystery of the life. The black and white was too abstract. It, it didn't work. So mm -hmm. um, I had to make this more lively. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of Saltimoco, you said that the team started to become closer to each other. You started to find your beat of how to work together. Did that kept on happening during the creation of Mystère? It's good that we added uh, that we did two big show before, because what happened in the that was a big theater, so it bring a other technical problem that we couldn't imagine. And it, I remember that we stay up uh, a lot until three in the morning. In the oh yes, <laughs> it was kind of waiting for hours to the uh, for the machine to start mm -hmm. again. You know, uh, yes, it was uh, because uh, it, it's not like today, you know, it's like we were creating at all the level of it. Mm. You know, it, it's now we do the Soleil do big show, but 
at our time, we were inventing that. Yeah. In Quebec, there was not so much people able of doing that. Yeah. We have people that come from outside, but mainly we try to take the people from Quebec and mm -hmm. Canada. You know? It made one step, but this one, it was two, three steps more. Two, three step more. <laughs> <laughs> but finally, I remember that Steve Wynn said to Franco, are you doing a, a Greek tragedy? It's very uh, it, uh, like an opera. Oh, yeah, very serious and very <laughs> blunt, yeah. <laughs> yes, and uh, my characters were not like that. Mm -hmm. You know me, I have the art of a child, you know, like I'm... Uh, mm -hmm. I guess it's why I'm do I did circles all my life because this is a, it's something that I have naturally. I cannot do a opera, opera German opera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was not so bad to switch it. Everything was there, mm -hmm. and we had the baby, and all the uh, the choice that Franco did for the character. Uh, was already there. It's just that when you go and all do this staging and the dance and so fast, you know, mm -hmm. like this remark of uh, Steve helped to put a new energy. Uh, yeah. It's always good to have another eye looking yeah. at what you're doing. Yes, for sure. It's so important the people that you, when you meet people uh, all around you, every everybody <laughs> always brings something very specific to a mm -hmm. show, you know? yeah. yes. uh, you never have to uh, underestimate the opinion on the other <laughs> mm, that's a very useful advice for sure don't underestimate another advice another pair of eyes no, brain. No, yes yes i mean i always think that usually uh, the people try to help the best they can mm -hmm. and then the show opens was it a huge success right away like satimonko was uh, me, I remember that uh, it was uh, pretty good. We still have fans for Mystere after mm -hmm. all these years. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, sure. yeah. That it's incredible. It's incredible. This show, we talk about the mystery of life and we took attention. We see more than Vegas, you know, mm -hmm. because the earth of that land is the desert. Mm -hmm. Even if we don't have... Uh, a real animal of the desert, but there is the spirit mm -hmm. of the life and the, the weird animal that we have, the birds and the real, that we have, the lizard, mm -hmm. that give a, a, a real life to the show. And like the baby integrate to this, have a different uh, level of reading in mm -hmm. the show. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something you don't, I mean, if you've seen advertisement, you know, but if you you haven't seen anything about the show, the first time you see the big baby, you're really like, like what is happening? Like, it's really, a, it's a huge surprise for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a, yes. Yes. And this actor uh, who did the baby uh, was uh, incredible, you know. Francois Dupuis. Yes. Yes. It yeah, it was, was incredible for sure. He was uh, so touching and full of reality. It's, uh, mm -hmm. you know, like he have uh, this way of capturing the baby life that uh, you couldn't, uh, you're surprised when you see this because it touched you, really touched you inside in the right spot. You know, mm -hmm. you can believe it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So at that time, Cirque has 
two shows touring their first residential in Vegas is open. Would you say that's also another step in the growth of the company? Like they become more stable, like they're recognized worldly because of the touring show. They're set in Vegas. That's for sure. Because big show like this, uh, it brings more money. It's very stable. They don't have to move the show every three months. You know, it's much more easy to, uh, you know, to, to keep alive. Mm -hmm. People can uh, live there. They can grow a family. It's what happened, you know. Yeah, for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's all a community that developed in Vegas of circus after that. Uh, and uh, yes, I think it was a really big step uh, because uh, usually the circus is related to the road and this it made the circus established in one place. Mm, absolutely. What was your next project after that? Did you stay in Vegas to do O or did you jump on Alegria right away? I jumped, yes. We had three months to do Alegria. I, I began the costume. Three months? Three months. I finished Mister and I start to draw the drawing of Alegria in my room, my hotel room in Las Vegas. Oh my God, it's unbelievable. So your creative stream was not tapped out. You just did a huge creative process and Franco is like, let's do another show. We have to start working. We on have to open in April. We have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> have no choice. That's crazy. Yes. That's crazy. And how was it? You know what? I can tell you. The second show is always easier to do than the first show because you're already warm, you know? You didn't have time to cool down from me. From <laughs> I was in it. But uh, I had an attack of big cold sore all around my mouth. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was very tired. Oh, yes. this I, can, I cannot imagine. And three months to create a show is also like it's really not a lot of time me i was in my period of life it was just coming out, <laughs> <laughs> just coming really out. out you know like very fast uh, it was an incredible show to do also uh, i have beautiful memory of that uh, it was more uh, hard with the team of uh, the russian acrobat it, i know it, it mm -hmm. was not easy at that time why was it not easy uh, because the, the culture was different. Mm -hmm. I just can see that when we were doing the fittings, mm -hmm. they just come into Canada very fast. The way of thinking was so different for them. It took them a while to get used to all that. Mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. And I think it's completely normal because yeah, the, sure. the costume fitting, they were stiff. You yeah. know? <laughs> like they were like soldiers. They can stay like this three hours, not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I think they were just trying their best, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, for sure. I think it was hard for everybody. That mm -hmm. aspect was hard for everybody because mm -hmm. they want so much to success that uh, in their head, and they were very high uh, acrobats. Mm -hmm. Very, very strong acrobats. Yeah, yeah, they were very convinced of their way of doing. So, you know, they have to work together. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so they had to, to find a way mm -hmm. to create this show. And at this time, the they say your team, Franco uh, for the directing, Michel Crete for the stage design, you in the costume design, and René Dupéré for the music. Baby Brown, Luc Laporte. Of course, yeah, choreographing. 
Yes. Was your team really like solid because you had a, a couple of shows under your belt? We were very near each other. It's like it, it, we just finished a show, so you know you were ready to do another one. It's like I said, we didn't have time to call down. The imagination was really there, and uh, it was um, just flowing. We were following the the river, you know. It's funny you're saying flowing like a river because it's something that Debra said as well. She was also a guest on the show and she said that for an artist, you can't be too stiff into one way of doing things. You have to let things flow like a river. And it's exactly what you just said. Yes. And more there is a challenge, more you have to be like that. It's the only way. Mm. At that time, there was not so much rule compared to today in the Cirque du Soleil, mm -hmm. but the day you do made the rule. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you <know>? Yes, yeah. <laughs> you are into the moment. And what I liked about that is that uh, Franco was always uh, working in the moment. Mm -hmm. always working and he's always asked me to look what I have in front of me and work with what I have not trying to do a character or a costume that the artist cannot wear and and express himself in mm -hmm. it it's why I was talking about rhythm it's so important to have the feeling of the music of the character that you draw mm -hmm. this is the main key it's something is you have to feel the beat, you know, mm -hmm. inside yeah. you of the That's number true. you're looking at. Yeah. And all the creatives, you were so in tune with each other. So it was very organic for you to be on the same beat because you've been at that time already, you've been creating together for so long. Yes, it, that was beginning, I would say, mm -hmm. because after Mista, we were kind of tired. It was not easy for nobody, you know. But we know that we're able to do Nouvelle Experience, Certain Banco, Mystère, mm -hmm. and we're still alive. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alegria was the, it, I think it was the show of the art. Yeah. You know, because the art beats, it go, you have to be on the moment, the mm -hmm. art. There's the intuition have to be really, really there. Mm -hmm. we did, I didn't have to talk to Franco so much. No, you begin to understand each other with not a lot of words. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's why the show was so successful and probably one of the most favored show that's ever done? Yes, I think also the music was the heart of it. Mm -hmm. And because sometimes when you don't have time, I would not suggest to do this too much because yeah. it's very hard on the health of the people. Mm -hmm. This is, has to be considered. It's very important. Um, but uh, what you don't have the time, because sometimes we get intellectual and we we have no time. So we just have, uh, I think, Alegria make a show what we had learned from the past. Mm -hmm. It came back to the center of the circus, the child, the art of the child, the beauty and the wandering of the child in front of life and in front of love, mm. the purity. The purity of the perception that a child can have. Yes, exactly. And the way the scream of the child uh, sometimes also when he suffer mm -hmm. because there, uh, this uh, scream of uh, the spirit of uh, fate 
and hope, a lot of hope. Alegria, mm. after, mm. Uh, malgré tous les malgré, I still hope. Everything you're saying is so incredible. It gives so much depth to all these this piece, like so much more sense to all of that. It's incredible. Yes, like when I think about this time, it's it it seemed that the show we were saying at the time, it's like one show. We are always doing the same show. <laughs> we were saying mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. but in a different perspective. Ah. You see. And it's always a, a reflection of our life at the moment. Mm. You know, like uh, it was the evolution also of the group altogether. Mm -hmm. Because it's like a family, you know, like uh, it grows with time. Yeah. With the bad and the, with the good and the bad side, you know, mm -hmm. it's like it was we were growing all together. For sure. From that point, and you went on and did. Kidam, O, La Nuba, Corteo, Zaya, a lot of other shows. But how different were all these creations, like all these shows compared to what you've been living for these first three or four shows? In Kidam, we start to uh, express things that we never did before. The darkness, we start to uh, to go into the darkness. Mm -hmm. And like it was like something that we didn't do so much uh, we start in Alegria, I would say, but like in Kidam, we really visit the, the day by day life more. Mm. The drama in the day by day life, you know, Kidam have that. Uh, and after all, was uh, it's the end of the chapter. Nouvelle Experience is the beginning of the chapter, and all is the end. For me, always, always mm. been. Okay. It's why, like, when I say Kidam is the day by day exploration of all different, uh, the, our fear, our love, uh, our deception, uh, the joy, you know, like it's like the day by day. Mm -hmm. And after all, we we are back in uh, in in Vegas, mm -hmm. and this is more the for me always like a, a masterpiece, mm -hmm. a classical masterpiece. Yeah, it's our classical masterpiece of what we did together. It's near the opera. It's really near the opera. This one mm -hmm. in the show we use the theater a lot to express feelings. Mm. The greatness of being human, of yeah. living, and the greatness in the beauty, the, the greatness in the dark. Mm. That first chapter from Nouvelle Experience all the way to O, yes. how would you call it? Um, when you write a poem, it's a, it's a book, it's a book of image of the face of humanity mm. in the different phase of his life mm. to see humanity in different phase in different uh, energy in and from that chapter how things evolved from there like what were the the different chapters of the company after that after that but you know after that franco went away <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> It changed a lot of the company at the time. It was a big change. It bring the opportunity of others to come and learn. Uh, because what is important in the circus at one point mm -hmm. is that other people are able 
to take this on their own and do their show too. Mm. And like the first year, I think uh, we be, they began to do show without Franco. It was not easy. Mm-hmm. It was not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it gave the opportunity to develop, you know, what I find. I'm going to really say what I think. I mm-hmm. find that the technical side of the company of Sol du Soleil really developed in the year after that. Mm. They had problems. They, mm. they tried a lot of things that didn't work. But at the end, it made the production really strong. Mm. Production side of Sol du Soleil was strong. The technical side, all the technicality in costume uh, developed a lot, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, that was the very good side of this all this change. Mm-hmm. I would say that the creative side had some problem, mm-hmm. you know, like. Uh, but me, when I did Corteo with uh, Daniel Lee, uh, mm-hmm. I really like uh, the the director and this vision. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to do the show. Yeah. It was yes, I really liked to do the show. It was wonderful. And uh, like we can see also on this show that the technical, the, the angel flying, yeah. and the, it really developed a lot, you know, mm-hmm. and it continued to develop in all the years after. Yeah. You know, it's a thing for technicians and riggers at Cirque. If they worked on Corteo, it, it means something. Like yes. they, when they talk, they say, oh, yeah, I was on Cortil before. It means they've worked a big show. Like they're always, they're always very proud to say like, oh, yeah, I was on Cortil. Yes, this is true. So, you know, like I think in a company or it's like in life, we have part of our, our life when we are young, we develop more the physical and after we develop more our artistic side. It's mm-hmm. like God and, and it's what happened in the company, mm-hmm. you know, like. We did a lot of creation uh, together. It was very strong. And after, uh, uh, another part of the company became stronger and it helped uh, to create bigger show. And uh, like uh, the last uh, years, uh, we begin to see like uh, now the the people who are working, there's so much talent now. Mm Like uh, the, the scenography, uh, the lighting designer, uh, mm-hmm. the, also all the performance, artistic performance from the acrobat are incredible. Mm-hmm. I find it's always the place where it's the more difficult to make it lively. It's the director of, of the show, the mm-hmm. creation of the show. This is the more difficult place mm-hmm. to make it strong. Uh, because there's so big show and it takes people who have experience to really understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can, uh, me is what I believe, because from what I live, I know it takes time to become a director of a circus show. Yes, this is for sure. Because you have to understand and to be sensitive to every uh, department that you're working on and mm-hmm. understand what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And uh, how hard is it yeah. to do what they do? Yeah, for <laughs> sure. <know>? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I have a little question about your son. You have a son who is also a circus artist and a very talented German wheel artist, yeah. Fred. And he was part of the cast of Allegria for the relaunch 
of the show. How did it feel for you to have your child performing in a show that you originally created so long ago? I was really happy. It's like, uh, it really, uh, I was so happy. I, it's hard to explain that, but because uh, since he's very small, he always uh, loved, I think he chose me because I was working in a circus, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he chose me as a mother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, he was two years old and he was running uh, behind the acrobat in Sol du Soleil. He yes. was uh, you know, always, he made his choice so young. Mm. Yes. You know, yes, very young. So I was so happy. And it's uh, it's incredible that he, he was on Allegria. <laughs> because it's true that for me, Allegria, it's, the, one of the most important show that we create in Sol du Soleil, you know, mm -hmm. it, it makes me feel you good when you say that what you did is in your life it continue. Yeah, it's true. Hey, it's yeah. uh, it gives you a peacefulness. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hey? And you, uh, I was, uh, and you was happy to be there, and. <laughs> J'étais tellement fière. Oh, I was yeah, so proud, proud, you know? Yeah. I was, oh, it, it's a joy. It was a joy, really. Oh, it's amazing to hear. But Dominique, I have one last question for you. Yes. If tomorrow aliens would land on Earth, how would you explain Cirque du Soleil to them? Uh, I would say, I would say, it's a good place for you to go first. Like this, you will understand what you uh, can see the best in the people around you. You know, mm -hmm. because uh, in the in the acrobat when they perform, they give the best of who they are, and it it uh, it will give you an idea of what is possible to do with human and what kind of relation you can develop with them. Yes. <laughs> That's an amazing answer. Dominique, thank you so much for coming and chatting with me today. It was I, I can't find the words to say how beautiful your words were. And thank you so much for all the work you did over the years and all the magic you brought into the world. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's my really, uh, I'm so happy to do this with you. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Robert. Take care. I wish you a fantastic day. And I hope we, we cross the path down the road. Okay, I would love that. <laughs> Take care, Dominique. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Dominique is a legend. There is not a word that she says that isn't from the heart. And the things that she and the other directors created over the years, I mean... That's why I chose to become a circus artist, and that's why I'm here talking to you today. I think my favorite part has to be when she says that they kept creating the same show, but through different point of views. It's so, it's so good. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. And you can now take a small moment of your time to give us a good rating and maybe a little review on your podcast app. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, CircusTalk.com, or wherever you're getting your podcasts. And I think that's it for today. I wish you a good day and an even better week. 
as always, being mad and toy 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 if you're having shows. I have my fair share of these coming my way. And as we say in the circus, see you down the road.